And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, the Marlins and the Pirates had themselves a rubber match with Sandy Alcantara and Mitch Keller, uh, your two starting pitchers in yesterday's ball game in the Steel City. Now, for the Marlins, uh, they were coming off a one nothing shutout loss for the fourth time in five games on Saturday, and they were dealing with a bunch of injuries that you know about now. So the Marlins, uh, they needed to find a way to get out of Pittsburgh on Sunday with a series win. Uh, how about I just tell you there was some 10th inning magic that led to a series victory in the Steel City this afternoon. How's that sound? We just leave it right there. Don't need to take a look at the highlights. Don't need to tell you, tell you how this one played out this afternoon. Well, that wouldn't be any fun because uh, this Sunday in Pittsburgh turned into quite the circus and a wild and crazy affair that resulted in a 6-5 to Marlins win. How did we get there? Let me tell you, Sandy Alcantara went opposite of Mitch Keller in this ball game this afternoon, and this uh, this sucker about halfway through this afternoon was relatively uneventful. In fact, it was really quiet through the first two innings. Sandy Alcantara struck out the side in the first, and Ben Gamble, or uh, yeah, well Ben Gamble grounded out in the second. That was uh, the first guy that put the ball in play for the Pirates this afternoon. Uh, Sandy was perfect through two innings this afternoon. I uh, should mention in the top of the second inning today, J.J. Bladet singled in his first at-bat in the big leagues. Now, he did have a plate appearance last night, but Bladet singled in the second. It's his first hit in the big leagues. Bladet would go on to have a, uh, a big day at the plate, and he was a major contributor in the Marlins' 6-5 to win this afternoon. We were scoreless through two, and we were scoreless through two and a half. Mitch Keller got the baseball for Pittsburgh today. And with Sandy Alcantara on the mound, he did not have his best stuff this afternoon. And the Pittsburgh Pirates jumped out to a one nothing lead in the third thanks to O'Neill Cruz. And Bladé and Sanchez actually playing the other way in center and left. Here's a swing and a high fly ball. This baby is deep to right field. Forget about it. O'Neill Cruz, number five. It's one nothing Pittsburgh here in the third. And Sandy had to labor in the third. He hit Jason DeLay with one out. He walked Josh Van Meter with two outs. He also threw a wild pitch in that inning. And for the first time in 13 starts this afternoon, Sandy Alcantara did not pitch seven-plus innings in the ball game. The Pittsburgh Pirates would carry their one nothing lead into the top of the fifth inning. That was until Mr. Brian De La Cruz stepped to the plate with nobody on and one out. Tired 4-3 to three to start the fifth, and Brian De La Cruz hits a high fly ball to left field. Gamble's going back onto the warning track at the wall. He leaps. It's gone. We are tied in Pittsburgh thanks to Brian De La Cruz, who has hit his seventh home run of the season. 1-1 after four and a half, halfway home this afternoon. Sandy Alcantara worked a perfect fifth inning. Uh, and Mitch Keller went back out for the sixth for the Pirates, an inning that went as follows. Jacob Stallings was hit by a pitch to start the sixth. Joey Wendell singled. Miguel Rojas dropped down a beautiful sacrifice bunt that was recorded and went 5-4. to four. That put runners at second and third with one out in the sixth inning for Jesus Aguilar. Here's the pitch to Aguilar. He bloops one in the air, shallow left field, base hit. Stallings will score. Right behind him is Wendell. Throw comes in towards the plate. It's late. It's a two-run single for Jesus Aguilar. 
And the bunt and the sacrifice by Rojas pays off. Aguilar comes through. It's 3-1 to one Miami here in the sixth. Oh, and you're thinking with Sandy Alcantara on the mound, that uh, that might just be all that the Marlins would need this afternoon. Well, not so fast. Mitch Keller went six innings today, allowed five hits, three runs all there, no walks, and seven strikeouts. Bottom of the sixth inning with the Marlins taking a uh, holding on to a 3-1 to one lead. Sandy Alcantara walked Josh Van Meter. To Brian Hayes singled, and they had a run in scoring position. A couple of runners in scoring position, or let me take that back. The Pirates had runners at first and second in the sixth inning with nobody out. Bottom six for Ben Gamel. Three and two the count to Ben Gamel. Here's the pitch. Swinging a high fly ball into center field. Blade is going back, shy of the warning track. Reaches up and makes the catch. That's going to be a sacrifice fly for Ben Gamble. Scoring from third is Josh Van Meter. Advancing to third is Cabrian Hayes. Now it's 3-2 Miami here in the sixth inning. And the tying run is just 90 feet away with one out. I think I said they were on first and second with nobody out. No, Van Meter went, to, Van Meter went first to third on the single from Hayes, who stole second base, and then Hayes took third on the sacrifice fly by Ben Gamble. So 3-2, to two, but Sandy would bounce back. He struck out Cal Mitchell, and he got uh, Greg Allen to bounce out to first to end the sixth. Sandy Alcantara done after six innings in this ballgame. Six innings, two hits, two runs all earned, three walks and ten strikeouts for the Marlins' ace, who left this ballgame in line for a victory today. Manny Banuelos pitched a scoreless seventh inning for the Pirates. On for the Marlins in the bottom of the seventh, making his major league debut was the 32-year-old veteran right-hander, Waskar Brazoban. Obviously a rookie, but he's a veteran in terms of age. Brazoban, the first man he faces in the big leagues, O'Neill Cruz, he struck him out. He got Yoshisutsugo to bounce out to short. He did allow a two-out single to the catcher Jason DeLay, but then Kevin Newman grounds it out to third to end the seventh. It was still 3-2 to two Miami after seven. It would remain 3-2 to two Miami after eight. Top of the ninth inning, Dwayne Underwood Jr. came on for the Pirates. He quickly got two outs, but with two outs and nobody on, J.J. Blade doubled to right center field. It was his second hit of the afternoon, and he was stationed at second with two outs in the ninth inning. The Marlins holding a 3-2 lead with Brian De La Cruz at the plate. De La Cruz batting. The 2-0 pitch is hit hard through the left side. That's a base hit. Up with the baseball is Gamble. J.J. Blade is going to score from second. That is a monster Two-out RBI single for Brian De La Cruz here for the ninth inning, and the Marlins have themselves a 4-2 lead. After De La Cruz, Jesus Sanchez singled with two outs. The Marlins had runners at first and second with two outs, but uh, williams Astadio came up empty. The Marlins got one in the ninth. They would carry a 4-2 lead into the bottom half of the uh, ninth inning this afternoon. On to try to collect his first save as a Miami Marlin was Anthony Bass. He was 0 for 4 in those opportunities last year. He is 0 for 2 in opportunities in those circumstances this season, although Bass has been phenomenal for the Marlins this year. Bottom nine, Cal Mitchell led the uh, inning off with a single. The next man to bat was Greg Allen, who laced a ball on the ground towards first. Should have been, could have been a routine double play, except the ball got through the legs of Jesus Aguilar. It caromed out into shallow right field. It was a two-base error that allowed Allen to get all the way to second base. 
And Cal Mitchell went first to third on the two-base error by Jesus Aguilar. So the tying run was in scoring position with, with nobody out in the bottom of the ninth inning for O'Neill Cruz, but he struck out. So with one out, two in scoring position, bottom nine, Pirates trailing by two, Yoshi Tsutsugo was the batter. One ball and two strikes to count. Anthony Bass facing Yoshi Tsutsugo, who's 0 for 3 this afternoon. Stalling sets up. Here's the pitch. Swing at a line drive into right center field. That's down for a base hit. Rounding third. Here comes Allen. Throw to the play to catch and a tag. He's safe at the plate. The Pirates have tied the ball game. Here at the bottom of the ninth inning, the throw beat Allen, but he slid around the tag by Stallings. And all in the process of that play, Sutsugo is at second. He advances the second on the throw that came in towards the plate. I don't think Mattingly wants to take a look at this in the dugout. This ball game is tied. And, yep, you heard it. This ball game was tied. Uh, now, Sutsugo was at second, and he represented the winning run in the bottom of the ninth inning for Pittsburgh. But Anthony Bass, again, who really was not even bad today, he allowed a single in, in and uh, the two-run single, uh, originally the leadoff single, then the two-run single for Tsutsugo. But Bass bounced back. He struck out the pinch hitter Diego Castillo, who could have potentially ended this ballgame, uh, but he struck out. And then Kevin Newman had an opportunity to end it. He was 0-4 coming into his at-bat in the bottom of the ninth with Tsutsugo at second base and two outs, but Bass struck him out. Extras, extras, extras here at PNC Park this afternoon. In the 10th. David Bednar, the all-star closer, came on for the Pirates. The ghost runner and the pinch runner at second was Luke Williams, and Nick Fortes ambushed the all-star closer for the Buccos. Will be Joey Wend or Nick Fortes. Joey Wendell is on deck. Fortes is batting. The runner at second base is Luke Williams. Here's a swing and a shot. Sinking fast into right field. That's down for a base hit for Fortes. Bobbling the ball in right field is Mitchell. On his way to second is Nick Fortes. And Miami, just like that, has a 5-4 lead. Whoa. Fortes wasting no time. And they weren't done in the top of the 10th. After the first pitch, ambush RBI single by Nick Fortes. Joey Wendell bounced out to second. That allowed Fortes to go to third. And he was stationed there with one out for Miguel Rojas. The 0-1 pitch, Rojas swings, bloops a ball, shallow left field. Here comes Gamble. That's going to fall in front of him for a base hit for Miguel Rojas. And the Marlins take a 6-4 lead here in the 10th. Wow. The error proves to be costly. We had a costly error in the bottom of the ninth by the Marlins. A costly error in the top of the 10th inning for the Pittsburgh Pirates. After Rojas' RBI single, Aguilar and Garcia struck out. The Marlins scored two runs on two hits, one big Pirates error in the 10th, and one man left on base for Miami. So the Marlins carried their 6-4 lead into the bottom of the 10th inning. On for the Marlins was Jeff Brigham. He has saved one game in the big leagues. He has dealt with a handful of injuries the past couple of seasons. He pitched one game in the truncated 2022 season. The last time we really saw Jeff Brigham, you've got to go all the way back to 2019. Due to all the injuries uh, sustained by the Marlins last night, Brigham, who was on the taxi squad, had his contract selected from AAA Jacksonville this morning. 
The first man that Jeff Brigham faced this afternoon was Michael Chavis. He struck him out. Kevin Newman started the bottom of the 10th as the ghost runner at second base. So uh, Jeff Brigham struck out Chavis for the first out. Brian Hayes hit a uh, relatively deep fly ball to right field for out number two. That allowed the ghost runner Newman to advance to third. So Newman at third, Miami leading 6-4 to four in the bottom of the 10th inning with two outs. Ben Gamble was the batter. He walked. So now all of a sudden the tying run was aboard with two outs in the 10th inning. So first and third with two outs in the 10th, the batter was Cal Mitchell. The pitch. Swing it a line drive into right field, sinking fast. That's down for a base hit. Gamble takes a big turn at second. He's headed towards third. One run is in to score, and now the tying run is 90 feet away here in the bottom of the 10th inning after a two-out RBI single by Cal Mitchell. Okay, so the Pirates were pulling closer. Mitchell's two-out RBI single pulled the Pirates to within one. Going first to third on that single by Mitchell was Ben Gamble. The tying run was 90 feet away in the bottom of the 10th inning. There were two outs, and the man at the plate was Greg Allen. Through the holes on the right and left side of the diamond. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Greg Allen. There goes the runner. Swing and a miss. Strike three. The Marlins win it in Pittsburgh this afternoon. They clinch a series victory. Jeff Brigham saves his second game in the big leagues after having his contract selected this morning from AAA Jacksonville. Six to five, the final score. You don't have to sweat any longer, folks. Wow. Miami wins it. A wild and crazy affair down the stretch here today. And collectively, we can all exhale. And the Marlins collect a series victory in Pittsburgh this weekend. Totals from this ballgame this afternoon. For the Marlins, six runs, 11 hits, and one error. They leave five men on base. For the Pittsburgh Pirates, five runs, six hits, and two errors. They leave eight men on base. Anthony Bass uh, ends up being your winner in this ballgame. He improves to two and three, while David Bednar, the Pirates' closer, falls to three and four. And uh, how about this? A round of applause for Jeff Brigham, who collects his second save in the major leagues, his first since 2019. And this was uh, his first action in the big leagues in a couple of years since July of 2020, nearly two full years of the day. The last time he appeared in the big leagues was July 26th of 2020. Uh, we did this one in three hours and seven minutes this afternoon. Started at 1.37, ended at 4.44. Total game time, three hours and seven minutes in front of 15,188 strong at PNC Park on a hot and toasty 89-degree summer afternoon in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Taking a look at the box score for you, uh, we had three Marlins with multi-hit performances this afternoon. Joey Wendell was 2-for-5. J.J. Blade in his first Major League start went 2-for-4 at the plate. Brian De La Cruz got off the schneid a little bit. He had a big afternoon. He collected a couple of RBIs, and De La Cruz also blasted his his seventh home run of the season. Uh, just one Pirate with a multi-hit performance. That was Cal Mitchell, but Mitchell did make the costly error in the 10th inning, which ultimately uh, uh, proved to, uh, you could say, certainly say hurt the Pirates a little bit, but uh, that allowed Fortes to go to second on his RBI single. He would eventually score on the uh, game-winning RBI single by Miguel Rojas. Sandy Alcantara started this ball game. He received a no decision today. 
His uh, ERA jumps by five hundredths of a point up to 181 after allowing two runs both earned on two hits with three walks and ten strikeouts. Waskar Brazoban made his Major League debut for the Marlins this afternoon. He pitched a scoreless seventh with a strikeout and a hit. Stephen Okert recorded his 13th hold of the year uh, in the eighth Anthony Bass blew the save, got the win after allowing a run or two runs, but just one earned on two hits with three strikeouts in the ninth. And again, Jeff Brigham, his first save this season, his second in the big leagues as the Marlins beat the Pirates by a final score of 6-5. to five. Find a way anyway. The Marlins collect their 45th win of the season before we hear from Don Mattingly after that ball game yesterday. Let's uh, take a moment and pause for a quick commercial break. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after a wild and crazy 6-5 to five extra innings victory for the Marlins yesterday. He's always bunting for a hit. Mickey's pretty much bunting for a hit, knowing that he has to try to get those guys over. Uh, Aggie being able to get us the lead there was was nice to, to kind of come back and, and get the lead. Um, so the guys just hung in. Obviously, a lot of stuff's been going on in the last 24 hours. Uh, you know, physically with us. So it's just a lot, trying to deal with a lot, but able to get a win today, which is good, and, you know, hopefully recover a little bit. And part of dealing with a lot is having to use a lot of bullpen guys yesterday, but to see Jeff Brigham come in, you know, hasn't pitched on this level in so long and get the job done, how nice was that to see? Oh, good for him, right? It was kind of down to the, like, you quit making choices Mm -hmm. uh, and and felt like he was the, you know, Briggy, has been here obviously both guys left that were have been here but you know can throw strikes and got a pretty good breaking ball he gets over a couple of different pitches so we, we knew it'd be somebody they hadn't seen in a while uh Huascar Brazaban hasn't go in the seventh hasn't been in before you guys signed hadn't been organized baseball in I think four or five years or in my like just to see him to have him in that situation and to see what he was able to do for you no, it was good. You know, Beef, our, our bullpen catcher, had him in, in the Dominican, and he was pitching in that type of role. Uh, he's been throwing the ball good. You know, he's been he's got a really good changeup. You know, he's got good velo, and, he, and he's actually been working on his slider, and his slider's turned into something. We think this guy might be a little bit of a surprise uh, for us and, and a good pickup, so we'll see where it goes. But just to see him come in and throw strikes, uh, I was glad Jacob was back there with him, just kind of guiding him through that, that lineup. A Sandy only in air quotes here only six innings to sell two runs 10 strikeouts just your thoughts on him his first start after the break no good I've, it was a little bit of a battle for him it, um you know early on really good and it seemed like in the middle there he, he was trying to force it i think he was you know he's had a lot go on since his last start you know he's flown to la pitched out there come back bullpen you know there's a lot going on um but with all that that happening sandy obviously is sandy and he just hangs in there and and keeps us in the game, gives us a chance to win. J.J. Vlade, uh, first big league start, even though he got some action last night, gets a couple of hits, including his first big league hit. What did you see out of J.J. today? No good. Polish, right? You see a guy that knows how to play, um, understands game situations. He seems calm out on the field. Um, you know, guy that played in a lot of you know big games in the SEC, but he's been playing, actually been around for a while now. At this point, he's no longer you know, really young in, in professional baseball. So he's played at a lot of different levels. Um, and a guy that we always talk about, like you feel like you can trust him on the field to, to do the right thing. A couple defensive things. Uh, sixth inning, Rojas asked the deal when they were both going for that, that ball in the infield grass. Just what did you see there and what things should have been done? Yeah, just, no, just two guys trying to make a play. 
you know, that's all. It's, it's one of those going to be a do or die. Either guy, it's like Miggy's trying to come get it. Uh, you know, Asley's trying, Willens is trying to come across. Uh, just everybody there at the same time. So nothing you can really do about it. Unless you can get somebody to call it and the other guy back off. And the ninth thing grumble that Aggie misses and Wendell tries to get. You see two guys, let the two guys get, get in scoring position. Yeah, it was one of those unfortunate. It looked like it took a little bit of a jump hop on Aggie. I couldn't really, you can't really tell. It was hit pretty good. Um, but it looked like it had a little bit of a jump hop. I mean, that's that one you don't really see. But if it, if it happens late, there's not a lot you can do. Before that, how impressive was that play in the sixth by Aguilar to, to save that run there at that critical point in the game? Oh, it was, was a big play for us at that spot. And, uh, you know, throw it from his back and saying he'd be there, I think, to get us out of that. And with the lead, was what was important. And then we were able to add on. Uh, after that, obviously, we weren't able to hold it uh, in the ninth. But I think that kind of set us up the rest of the way. You think I talked to you pregame, but injury updates from yesterday uh, with uh, got sought to read the guy on the I.L. Coop first, the fact he's not on the I.L., where does he stand? Yeah, we'll see where he's at. Um, didn't look great yesterday. Um, and I know the imaging came back, and I think they've looked at it, and they feel optimistic that there's no fracture or anything like that. So we're going to kind of see where he's at. It still could be a little bit. Uh, he, he was really sore. He's in a, he's in a splint. Uh, so we'll see where he's at tomorrow. We want to just buy him a day and see if we we're going to get enough recovery there to, to make it, see if we can get through this thing without an IL. And then with Anderson and Max, just, well, I know they gave us the, the listing, but did it look like it's going to be long-term for either or both of them? Well, again, I think we got to, you know, Max has got to go back and get testing and imaging and all that, and, and we'll see. Uh, like I said last night, <clears throat> anytime a guy comes out of the, game in the first inning and, and felt something when he threw a pitch. It's not usually a great sign, but that's where we want to wait for imaging and, and be hopeful and optimistic. Uh, Andy's in the same boat. Um, I think they, that's obviously the, the shoulder to that. He had the surgery on last year. Uh, and again, optimistic that that's hopefully just kind of, you know, banged it, uh, caused some irritation, which is causing some discomfort. And it's, it's going to be a short stint. Uh, hopefully it's not any further than that, but again, we'll we'll find out. That was Donnie after the Marlins beat the Pirates six to five in extra innings at PNC Park yesterday afternoon. Well, the show will stay on the road where tonight at 6.40, the Marlins visit the Cincinnati Reds. Trevor Rogers makes his first start of the second half. He will go opposite of the left-hander Nick Lodolo. We'll hit the air at 6.10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.